0: I'm I'm sorry. If you're looking at the calendar right now, you're thinking it is wherever you are in the nation. You're probably thinking it is summertime. It is not summertime here. We had like four days of I'm teasing you summer. And now uh, this is how crazy it is. It's so cold here. Sorry, I hate to start with the weather, but I have to say this. It is so (laughs) cold here right now. I am thrilled to still have winter tires on my Lancer.
1: That's a crazy statement. I forgot you hadn't taken those off yet.
0: Yes, because I I simultaneously a want to burn them out and b yeah, you're I don't them. I, at the moment don't want to spend the money on a whole new set of wheels and tires for that car because I'm going to drive the Lotus all summer anyway. Yeah, true. So I'm not stressed about it's it. So good thing your winter but car is still the in same winter car t- shape. But yeah, but at yeah. the same time, we have had snow this week. <laughs> like here's the thing if today get, was three seasons if you it's just get today. if you get random snow in 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 May in Utah or Colorado you get random like a day of snow fine we've had like a we have it like happens. 10 days of this well we live in the mountains so but that's the thing that's know, weird about it we've got like a a run of it so anyway yeah, i'm complaining no. about the weather because summertime <laughs> should be about biking and about good driving mm-hmm. roads we don't have driving roads here for another month yet which is crazy we're biking because so all the we're ski here. runs yes. actually
1: still have snow at the like above tree line and on up they're still covered with snow. So, so not it nothing. sounds like I'm
0: ranting. I, I still live in Park City, and I'm awfully blessed. But I, I, I just want all of that summer stuff here. So we are forced... I'm saying forced in quotes because it's really awesome to talk to you guys about cars because we can't drive them like we want. So we're talking about it anyway.
1: (laughs) Not at all a bad thing, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a really fun. I I just want to thank you. I'm taking this moment to thank all of you that keep the podcast so interesting Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. of the stories that you write to us. Honestly, I cannot wait to break down these two stories. First, from Richard H. up in Seattle, Washington, who has been spoiled by a great lease deal. Uh oh. Get this. For a BMW X3 35i mm-hmm. 2017, yep. they got $350 a month, zero down, on a $53,000 car.
0: Yeah, you're spoiled. What? You're very spoiled. That, that doesn't happen. Spoiled. That's inexplicable.
1: Yeah. 350 a month, zero down, mm-hmm. for a now two and a half year old car. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. What? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to break that down because there's some things that they want on newer cars, mm-hmm. like adaptive cruise control, and I can't imagine why, but you know, we'll get there in just a moment. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then we've got a really fun question from Dan Mahoney. We don't know where Dan lives, but he's getting married, mm-hmm. going to Milano, Italy.
0: I, I had fun with this. But you're going to have to eat prosciutto and melon.
1: When you're there, just <laughs> drink the Prosecco and embrace. You're going to Milan, the okay. fashion capital of the world. He wants to know... What cool car do I rent for a day while I'm in Milan?
0: Yeah, I saw that, and this, and I wound up <laughs> on one of those cool. like weird cul-de-sacs of the internet. I would never be at otherwise because <laughs> of this great? email, which I always love. Did you have to click the Google Translate uh, I, on it, this? Cu- most the of the places, most of the places I went, actually knew that I was my IP address okay. actually translated okay, for right. me because they knew I was not local, which is one of okay. the fun things. So that's going to be a great one. And then there's tons. I, honestly, I marked more questions for this podcast than I've marked in a long time. I probably won't get to all of them, but there's some great ones. Yeah, there some are. of them are almost topic two. Day quality, but I'm going to try to go quick. So that's coming as well. But let's let's dive in to a car debate here for Richard.
1: All right. So as we were talking about, spoiled by this lease deal, which I this is still inexplicable, Richard. It's I, awesome. Yeah. It's okay. Great. So what he wants and what they currently have is his family. He has a five-year-old. They want a one-car solution for a three-person family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Husband, yeah. wife, and their five-year-old. Not a whole lot of Miata is happening here. No. Yeah. In yeah. this case, Miata is not the answer. Ma- it really <clears> isn't. Yeah. All right. So. This 2017 X3 35i that they love is the perfect blend of performance, comfort, and practicality.
0: Okay, yeah. So I see it.
1: even the infotainment system is perfect. Okay, great. Love that you love it. But it's a leftover model. There mm-hmm. were incentives from BMW, and the dealer was willing to do this deal. But they're so spoiled by it, mm-hmm. it's
0: impossible to repeat. And and they can't buy the car out because what they want to buy the car out, what BMW wants to buy the car out, is staggeringly over above what the car is worth if they went and bought an equivalent model used. Yes. So it's not like they're just going to extend this car that they've gotten for so cheap. So they're just sitting here going, we can't duplicate this. Yeah. So what do we do? And, and and at least, I think, I think, Richard, you're kind of in the demeanor where you realize this next move is going to hurt a bit.
1: <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah, I, I do get that, you know, reading between the lines here of the email. All right. He also says the X3 lacks a few features like adaptive cruise control and, strangely, heated seats. And I can see in Seattle, in the Pacific Northwest, heated seats are lovely and wonderful, and I, I'm with you.
0: If you have leather seats and it gets below 50, you want heated seats. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: But a quick note on this adaptive cruise control. For all the new cars that you and I have been driving for Fast yes, Blast, they yes. all, I, I'm using the adaptive cruise control, and they all just – I get behind the car, and, and, you know, you can set the distance with mm-hmm. the button on the steering wheel. So you can set, you
0: know, you still no can't medium set, high. You still can't set nearly close enough for any metropolitan Oh No, and I, I start slowing yeah. down,
1: and I, I think, why am I getting so sleepy? Oh, it's the adaptive cruise. Darn it. Yeah. Change lanes, hit the gas, and yeah. I have to bring it back up to speed, and then everything's fine again. Because my driving is – I'm accustomed to how far my closing distance is and my closing speed, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. using regular cruise control. Yeah. And that's when i'm you know i'm I'm still driving, I'm still in charge,
0: yeah, and yeah, i'm yeah. I'm
1: negotiating my traffic based on the consistent speed of the car, but then the car backs off, it slows down, everything yeah. gets sleepy
0: <laughs> you're right, no, you're right, well, you and I have not found a situation yet where we've really liked adaptive cruise control. I do think on like big massive cross country drives, it might be cool but like you're driving along in the fast lane and the 18-wheeler comes over and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. But I think at the same time, I think you and I are not the target market for this. I think there clearly is a market for it. It is the beginning of the autonomous scourge to some degree, but I can see it. I mean, if, you, if you're sitting in stop and go, Honestly, I could actually see it. If you're sitting in stop and go a lot, especially if your adaptive cruise control will bring you down to a stop. If it will. Not all of them do
1: because True. they shut off at a True. certain speed, yes. so it doesn't, yes. that would be great, actually. Yeah. And if you could just creep and you could, you know, spend more time looking at your phone, great, then, <laughs> Cause, you know.
0: Because that's what we're all about here at Everyday Drivers. Look at your phone more. <laughs> if you've listened for five minutes, you know that's our theme. But then yeah. if there's
1: an F-350 pulling a horse trailer going 45, and you're like, what am I do? Oh, yeah, wait, my car's got right. more power than this? Come on on get after it but I pass the guy the
0: biggest frustration I have is actually not even that it literally is the fact that if you drive in any major metropolitan area the closest follow distance is three cars between you and the car in front of you literally three yeah. cars will pull in and fill yes. that gap and all that means is you're getting pushed back further you're
1: getting backed off backed yeah. off backed off yeah. doesn't matter what the steering wheel button you, says you
0: cannot there is no setting for real world traffic <laughs> no there but should
1: anyway. be an LA setting a there Boston setting yeah and, and one's more aggressive than the other with yeah it, there, it changes, you your there you it yeah. changes your throttle mapping and changes your Steering forget input.
0: forget sport eco and normal. We've got we've got <laughs> normal L A Boston. Yeah, that, that's awesome. The Boston like setting
1: yeah. would actually take over your steering wheel to crowd people a little bit, so it crowds you and your lane a little bit. The L A setting will will move left to let the bikers over. It will increase <laughs> the throttle
0: sensitivity. All the... yeah, that, this is actually kind of awesome. The, the the Manhattan setting. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. Manhattan is one of those places setting. where they use their horn like a language. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in Texas where we have tons of space and then drove in, in L.A. where they don't really use the horn much. If you used your horn, it's because you're angry. That's how I was raised as a driver. Right, But right. if you go to Manhattan, it's a whole language.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a, hey,
0: I'm right here. Hey, look, Adam over here. By the way, I'm moving through here. Hey, excuse me. It's a whole language. for sure. So if you had the New York setting on your now car settings, you'd have to have automatic horn. The car is just chirping all the time. I like this. Somebody needs to do this. <laughs> the when Texas you have... setting is max RPM in the highest gear. Yes, go. We just got. We got. We, we have got state space. To cover, gonna, baby. we cover, We got to get some ground done here. <laughs> but here, here's. This is actually how auto, uh, automatic cars, yes. autonomous cars, should all be programmed. Like this, you, your setting is not sport or eco. It is set by cities. Yes, this, it's this GPS is... based. All right. Thank you for listening. We've, we're doing. Fantastic. We're doing God's work here. We're done. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, this works all around the world because you know Budapest or <laughs> Moscow or
0: Munich or whatever. What, quick, quick. Set the car to Jakarta. It's going to be a rough day.
1: Because yeah. then, you know, like you said, everybody drives differently in those cities. Brazil, the, the horn is a language. Everybody
0: drives differently and you're, in your... In Brazil, you put six lanes worth of cars in four <laughs> lanes worth of painted lines. I've seen it, and I sat here going, we're all doing this? All it of us? should change yeah. its personality. I love it. Okay, rant over. Anyway, yeah. Moving was on. was fun. I enjoyed that. <laughs> so Richard says,
1: the new X3 4.0i mm-hmm. would be the... Perfect replacement, but it's too expensive.
0: Of course it is, because they got this killer deal. They it's, can't get yeah. a newer well, one for the same price. Let's put it this yeah. way, Richard. Anything yeah. is more expensive and too it's, expensive. I hate to bad. say it, but it's going to hurt. It is, for sure.
1: All right, so he says a 2016 Macan S would be in the price range, but it felt cramped. And you're right. The ergonomics and the infotainment were a step backward. The infotainment in Porsches has not been great yeah. until the yeah. brand new IP redesign with that new interface. Cayman is actually terrible. It's not good, but that's not why I bought the car. True, I don't care.
0: True, true. Yeah, that, I, I, I'm going to say two things at once. Of course, you're the Porsche guy more than me, but I think the infotainment, like the, the workings of it, have gotten better. But I genuinely don't like the new IP. I don't like the new console. I don't like the new screens. I don't like it on any. Is it the, doing. the
1: tiny slatted vents that, that close and open? Is it that? It's, it's look that to amount
0: it? of glass and piano black that's just going to look awful all the time. Well, I mean, that's I, my problem.
1: I like that it's gotten better and it's full widescreen. Oh, like no, no, that no. The,
0: the data behind it, the processing has gotten. And, and actually, but the, then, the programming is good, but the interface now is this glass. And it doesn't.
1: Well, matter. they've buried buttons and functions that shouldn't be buried, mm-hmm. but anyway. The,
0: you sat I, for five minutes with a new owner of a Panamera S trying to find how to do a manual extension of the rear wing. Yes. It we took found five it. minutes and multiple sub menus and two people. Yes. Two guys. Yes. With, Brains. In spite of that. Yes. Uh, and car guys. In spite of that, we do think the infotainment system has gotten better in Porsche, but still, that's not a raging endorsement, is it? Yeah. <laughs> this is full of rants, Richard. We are. Yeah. Who, who knew? knew? Yeah. Okay. So what else you're looking at
1: is the last gen Audi SQ5. That's also in the price range, but mm-hmm. felt slower than the X3. That's surprising. I'm wondering if it's a, a, a turbo tip in or just a, a gearing issue that makes yeah, that ex- I'm sure it's ex- faster. Yeah. yeah. He finds the last gen Panameras revoltingly ugly. Okay. Not just ugly. All right. It's not that's just regular ugly. It's a <laughs>
0: New. It's a whole other gear of ugly. <laughs> it's a slab ugly right here.
1: All right. And uh, S5 Sportback is intriguing. I agree, but out of the price range. And he even looked at the A7 and said, I'm underwhelmed by the entire thing. Looks, mm, drive, interior, interesting. comfort, interesting. everything. All right. All right. So that leaves four possibilities a 2017 440 X Drive Grand Coupe. Okay, He said, I'm now, only now looking hang at CarMax. That's, that's the
0: Grand Coupe like we drove against the Kia Stinger. I want to uh-huh. bring it back around to that. Uh-huh. Like we drove against Kia Stinger except it's the big engine. It is the big engine. Yeah. yeah. And we did like that Grand Coupe. Keep going. In comparison to
1: that, it's actually up against the car we drove the 430 against, the Stinger. Mm-hmm. 2019 yep. Yep. Kia Stinger GT1. So it is the rear-wheel drive only. He is assuming he could negotiate one down to about $40,000, which, by the way, yes. is the top-end budget for buying. hmm he said leases are not terrible or are terrible on these. Yeah, not he can't oh. get a good lease. But
0: you can't you're right, you can get a good deal when you buy one. There's a we, we've talked about it yeah. before, there's a local dealer here in Salt Lake that had a row of them they were offering for thirty nine grand.
1: Yeah. Uh, that could be an option. He says his wife is not the biggest fan. I do think a test drive will change all that, but mm-hmm. you know, that does remain a viable option. And then he goes to Tesla's mm-hmm. twenty fifteen or sixteen model S with additional warranty and he's saying the Model S is by far his favorite from a looks and driving perspective and actually the only one of these four that's getting him excited, but he's reporting the problems that he's been looking after. Door handle failures, screen failures, drive unit failures, rattles, leaks, poor fit and finish, lack of interior storage, uncomfortable rear seats, and wind noise. those That's a list. That's a That's, that's a, a list. shot, and i I mean, we don't know any Tesla owners that Complain about those things quite so loudly. Maybe they're non-existent in but, their cars, or heard. they're overlooking. And and it's like owning a Diablo. Like, man, I have a Diablo, but the steering wheel points at my left shoulder, and I yeah. don't have any room for my feet. And we it's have really heard loud people and, say all
0: of those things, though. I will know? admit that we have heard people say all of those things. It's just not most of the people we know that have owned Teslas, even if they have some of those issues. I, I don't feel like we've known anybody that has all of those issues. We, I, I've met Tesla owners that right, are like, my right. car has that thing, but it doesn't have this. We've heard that. And I don't feel like any Tesla owners I've met have had enough problems with their car. They don't still love it. Interestingly, Richard, when I was at the Tesla
1: studio in 2016, right around there, I had lunch conversations with employees who were telling me about the early Model S's mm. on the production line. Because things were still changing, sheet mm-hmm. metal stamping was still changing, and and it was just slight enough to change one car to the next so it wouldn't oh, fit, wow. and so people were oh, hand-filing things down oh, and man. repositioning badges by hand and you know filing this and scraping that and, and just tweaking and tuning for the early cars, which is mm. why they had so many problems on those early cars. By the time later cars came out, I think those problems were dramatically oh, reduced. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's been true even with the Model Three. I, so I, for sure. Keep yeah. that in
1: mind. And and the employees were like, wow, it's it's ever constantly changing. Everybody thinks that once you release a car and it's in the dealerships, that it's done. Not so. It Certainly is continuing in this yeah. to be refined yeah. in the manufacturing because you might find a a better way or a, a cheaper way of stamping that mm-hmm. particular part. Well, it's mm-hmm. millimeters off or or five thousandths of a millimeter off mm. in the car world. That's a big deal. That can matter, yeah. And that for sure. changes things, and it changes for future replacement parts too. Crazy enough, it happened at Tesla because. They never had really built cars before, mm-hmm. less so with the established manufacturers. But I, I digress.
0: He, he did list a four option, which is just to get a one year newer X3. Don't do that. I mean, he, and he even admits it's a known <laughs> quantity. But he also admits it's the same kind of thing they have right now. And honestly, that says to me you are now buying a one year newer car to get seat heaters and adaptive cruise control. <laughs> Let's not do that. I mean, I realize your lease is ending, but honestly, that's kind of what you're doing. And I and I also wonder if when you wind up in, in the same car one year newer with those features, but you're paying probably more. Oh, definitely more. Is Absolutely. that going to hurt when that bill you know, that bill comes yeah. across everybody? Is that just going to hurt? So let's talk like, about. Is it worth? It? Let's talk about the ones that he liked. Uh, I want to speak to a couple of those. Look, go back and watch our TV episode that was episode two of season three. Mm-hmm. That was the Kia Stinger versus the Grand Coupe BMW. Now we had the four cylinder. You've said you don't like four cylinder engines. You don't like the the vibration and harshness. You prefer six cylinders you've had inline sixes. Yes, those are silky Yeah, and that was I'm not the uh, surprised. So, the
1: postscript here,
0: we had uh the 430. So we had the 4-cylinder turbo against the Kia Stinger. The reason we mismatched them is because they were the exact same price. Right, right. So, if you can get the bigger engine, the Grand Coupe is a I I think an often overlooked car but is actually excellent. I do recommend that for you. Now BMW has moved more and more into electric steering and less and less into steering feel you mentioned it in passing in your email i think you're right your x older x3 has probably better steering feel than the newer grand coupe which is sad because the grand coupe should win in that scenario but doesn't but i think that is a very viable option for you but please you and your wife go drive that kia stinger I suspect there's some badge, a Kia thing going on here. Go drive it. Forget what the badge is. That's one of the things that we try so hard to do when we review cars is just, I don't care what the badge is. Is it good? Mm -hmm. Go drive Mm -hmm. that Kia. You don't see them everywhere. That's the thing about it. That be, maybe you want this, but that BMW is going to vanish in a sea of traffic. The Kia Stinger has genuine presence. Absolutely. So you say you already like the interior. Go drive that. You kind of would like to stay in a world of a hatch, which is why the Grand Coupe and the Stinger are both on the list. If I were picking it for you, I would say Kia because I think you're going to find a little more space than the Grand Coupe, and I think you're going to like the uniqueness of it, and the, the warranty will be killer. I think yeah. that's the better choice. but yeah. I I can't say that there's anything wrong or a void on the Grand Coupe.
1: Well, that is something you mentioned earlier in the email. Here, you want you know you're willing to look at used cars, but you want one with at least four years of CPO manufacturer warranty or remaining third party warranty. I think you're looking at new because you're wanting to lease, and you're you're saying. Something five hundred a month and less mm-hmm. is where the sweet spot is for leasing. And I get the idea. You like leasing and you want to kind of go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, yeah. you've you've tasted probably the best lease anybody has ever had on a car <laughs> exactly. in the history Where's of mankind. Ruined. But Oops. you know, great job on that. But you know, we're leaving that behind. So five hundred dollars a month and less, mm-hmm. which leads me to two. I love the Stinger idea. You, okay. you do need to drive it. Yeah, yeah. There's a car over here that we drove that relates to the one I'm recommending because we've not recommended the 2020 Acura RDX. Oh, okay. A-spec. Sure. You and I drove the MDX. Yes, yes, yes. Which we were shocked by mm-hmm. how great it drove, and that was their big one. That was the big one, yeah. So now think of the RDX, which does compete in the X3, X2 it's size the exact category. Size
0: competitor. I love this. This is a great one for you to mention. I so totally agree. Yeah.
1: Think about this: the standard lease on the RDX, not the A spec, it starts at four hundred nine dollars a month. The A spec will obviously be higher. Mm-hmm. It does have adaptive cruise. It does have CarPlay. The interior is great. They're
0: really well built. They're shockingly good. Acuras are the overlooked luxury brand. You probably hadn't even thought of it until right now, Richard. Paul, I love that you brought it up. Absolutely. Please go drive this. I totally agree.
1: I mean, again, the styling is fresh and new. It's it's crisp Mm -hmm. and really quite nice. We were amazed by how well that MDX drove. Mm -hmm. You can probably see it in the well, almost 30-minute fast blast that we did of the <laughs> we, MDX we, we drove earlier bit, yeah. this year. Yeah, we drove for a bit, yeah. But think of that on a, on a smaller platform. And again, you can get it with the super handling all-wheel drive, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean the steering input is mushy or not crisp. Mm-hmm. I'll bet you you're going to be surprised. And act- I think we'd really like it, it's, to be a honest. a contender.
0: I, I love that you brought it up. I think that's a really good contender. They're in the fully love on, love loaded
1: yeah. forty five to $47,000 brand new, but mm-hmm. I'll bet you you could find one in the five hundred to five fifty a month? I mean mm-hmm. it's dinner. Who cares? What you're not gonna feel that, right?
0: But <laughs> that's just what to, the salesman's <laughs> gotta say for sure, just, yeah.
1: Just to get into that brand, brand new Acura with mm-hmm. everything that they're doing. It's sort of like They've been doing good stuff for years and now they have revamped themselves to be even better and they're mm-hmm. waiting for people to
0: notice them. And they're, and they're still getting overlooked. That's a great point. I really like this. That's excellent. That's excellent.
1: My second choice is the 2019 Volvo V60 cross country. Mm. That is not out yet. Interestingly. Okay. All right. The All R right. design is out right now. It starts at $44,000. Okay. You mentioned Richard infotainment. I think Volvo is one of the best companies they're doing it right they're now they're doing it
0: very well yes now
1: my caveat for both these cars is that they are four cylinders some okay. companies do yeah. four
0: cylinders better than others all of all those doing is a four cylinder with more snails and superchargers screwed to it that's all they're doing yes. yes
1: that is the the higher engine you can get either engine on this on this V60 but the cross country is Great looking. It's, it's a good. little bit higher. I like it. It's, it's like an X3 kind of competitor. It is, yeah. I mean, it's it's right in that sweet spot. The interior is completely revamped. You're going to be shocked by mm-hmm. the amount of mm-hmm. quality in this car. Okay. And for both of those, you need to drive them. Again, the cross country is
0: not quite out yet. It's it's smoking new. You know, while we're here, actually, while you're there, I'm going to go in an Alt, drive an XC40, and see what you think. Oh, good one. Yes, it's, yes. It does not have the steering feel of your BMW, but driving XC40, there's a lot going on with that car tech-wise, and I think it's it's really, really well done for its segment, so I think that's worth it. It's got good space. I think that's worth it while you're there at Volvo.
1: And when you do bury the throttle, your test is going to be at the high end, above 6,000 RPM, when you're going to be comparing the noise, sure. vibration, harshness that yeah, you've yeah, talked yeah. about. That's when you need to evaluate it and see, okay, has have things changed have i mm-hmm. you know held on to the four cylinders or not well balanced and then these might surprise me or does it not pass your it's standards the same thing yeah
0: fair 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 maybe yeah. it does maybe it
1: doesn't but both of these cars are worth a look especially that Acura
0: i'm going to step into the room full of rakes real quick and talk tesla all right, because you have right. and, and I say that because anytime we talk Tesla, we get letters. It doesn't matter how, how <laughs> encouraging we are or damning we are, we just get letters. So I'm going to go with there anyway, because that's fine. Uh, but uh, you, you've said you've considered getting a 2015 or 16 Tesla Model S85D is in your budget. Mm. Then you list your list of all the things that you were concerned about with that car. Okay and then you have uh, a yeah. separate yeah. thing that you bring up that others have brought up as well, that is you're also not certain about the company behind the car. How long is it going to be around? Oh. How easy is the car to service? You've brought that up as well. All of these things you list there a is a couple that. of paragraphs, and then you say, in spite of all of this, it's the car that you are most intrigued by, hmm. Okay? Yeah. Here we are at a place where we want you to be in a car that you love driving, that when that monthly payment comes up every month, you're just like, yep, I'm getting that done because you're thrilled to have it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a person that's changing cars every couple of years, you've been leasing. You've talked about maybe doing another lease. If you're going to get rid of a car in the next two or three years, whatever you get next, I think if that's your plan, then I say shop Tesla. Hmm. Because even if, and I'm going to say if, even if Tesla dies- Okay, (laughs) they're looking for another billion or so. Here, Here's where the letter comes in right now. Even if Tesla dies, I fully believe that their cars will be on the road and serviceable for at least the next three years.
1: I think that's actually uh, I think it'd probably be longer than that. Well, I'm saying
0: from from like death day. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) From what, we don't exist exactly. And come or, or, get our assets. Or we got, or we to, got absorbed. I mean, come yeah, on. There was a, the, yeah. the Fisker Karma died, and there was one here in Park City being driven daily for the three years to follow. I still can't believe that. Okay, and that's not nearly the level of infrastructure They're that exists so with weird. Tesla. I know, Okay, yeah. so my point is, if you're really going to have this car for a couple of years, I don't see any reason that you need to avoid Tesla. But I am going to say, because of the concerns we're listing, don't get a Model S. Hmm. You can shop Model 3s. You can. Now That's that true. isn't a hatch. It is a it is a it is a trunk. It isn't a hatch. That's a downside. I get that. But I, I it, started at Auto it, Tempest and I wound up at a place where there are lots of them out there, believe it or not, in spite of the fact that no nobody kidding. can get them. There's a lot of them out there for sale used. All under sixty grand, but I found pages under forty five. Did you really? So I Did think you, really? you avoid the if you will, the early plus the the eighty five D at this point is an old Tesla.
1: And I'm sure it varies between the front wheel drive or the rear or the um, all wheel drive. The versions, I'm sure all right? the ones
0: being sold right now are all the rear wheel drive. Uh, simple. Or rear wheel drive. Yeah, yeah. Excuse I'm, me. I'm sure that's what yeah, they yeah, all yeah. are, uh, because I'm sure everybody with the all wheel drive performance is the reason they unloaded the early one. I yeah, think that's true. what's going Th- there on. There is here. that, but so, but, but get the rear wheel drive Model Three. I think that is because the the 85D, as like I say, that is early Tesla comparatively now, as far as range and battery technology and infotainment. So, at least drive, if you're going to think Tesla, at least drive a Model 3 because I think it's a viable option. There's my Tesla rant. We're all going to go loot the factory when they do go out of
1: business. We're all going to, like, take a door home and ice I I cream.
0: And- I think SpaceX will walk next door and just <laughs> repurpose all those parts to go to Mars. I think that's what's going to happen. We're gonna yeah.
1: Shoot all these parts into space because, you know, why not? We need payload. So, there's that. <laughs> all right. Guys, thank you again for the questions. And by the way, we are getting close to the cutoff date for pilgrimage. We're we are, starting yep. to get to last call here. Yep, we are. It's coming upon us. It's so so if you June, have yeah. been holding off and you are considering everydaydriver.com, the adventures tab is smack dab in the middle mm-hmm. and you can read all about the pilgrimage trip. We are going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would love to have you. This yep. is the year to go. We're very excited. There's uh, car reservations happening. Are we locked in for all of The people uh, that are going already everyone's all car have those cars locked, which okay. is really cool. Okay. Now,
0: Fantastic. the later you wait, the harder it is for me to guarantee the cars that you've asked for. But the folks that are going, which is a great group, actually. The folks that are going, we've locked in those cars. I actually saw an email just the last couple of days. We were doing some little follow-up little things. But all those cars are locked, which is great. Fantastic. All right, so there
1: is that. And then, uh, you know, leave us a rating review when you get a chance. Please. And by the way, the Discord page is going crazy so if you are a patron as a matter of fact the day we're recording this we're having a patron call and Mm -hmm. that is on zoom Todd and I get on and everybody who is a a top tier the The highest level level, patron Mm -hmm. it's called board member you can jump on with us and it's uh you know, we're talking about future plans. We're revealing a few things.
0: It's yeah, it's a cool. little bit
1: of insider information, and you can ask us questions, and we're on for about half an hour.
0: But the patrons of any level have access to Discord, and that's yes, why that has yes. blown up. I just can't believe the number of people that are on there. And there's enough that there's regulars now. Yeah, you, and I, and awesome. you and I and and you I aren't the regulars. We're on regularly. We're still not the regulars, we'll which is really cool. Can, it's it's sure. really great, actually.
1: One quick note before we let you go. We are going to be in Los Angeles on Wednesday, May 29, 2019, Details to follow, but it will be an evening meetup, probably six thirty somewhere in there in the evening, and like I said, we will post details on our social media. All right, keep writing your questions. We are taking a break we're coming back We're often asked how we find the cars that we recommend to all of you listening, whether it's local or nationwide. Our searches start with auto Tempest instead of searching each car shopping site separately. You can enter all your parameters for the car you're looking for into AutoTempest
0: one time, and then you can search for them all at once. See results from Cars.com, CarsDirect, eBay, and more. Or you can jump to AutoTrader or CarGurus without entering anything new. Same parameters, new site. You can even search all of Craigslist. Think about how hard it is to search Craigslist nationwide, one at a time. AutoTempest.com has got you covered there all at once.
1: Tempest can help you find your next new or used car, whether there's a dozen in your neighborhood or two in the country. Plus, the people at Tempest listen to this podcast and they're always refining the site for more features. They've got research tools, buyer and
0: seller guides, and they're listening to what their users need. So if you're doing your own drive homework, you're chasing your dream car, or just looking to feed the disease as we are all the time, Autotempest.com is your place to start. Let's go to Italy, shall we? Let's, let's, just, let's just imagine as a group that we're all going to Italy. <laughs> we're just going for pizza. We're jumping on the private jet. We're going for pizza. That sounds exactly like our audience at our level of budget. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something I you know. and I could afford to do tomorrow. Anyway, no, seriously. Dan has written in, and uh, he is traveling to northern Italy for his honeymoon. Congratulations. He and his yeah. wife are going to northern Italy in June, and they are asking about how do we do a really exotic – one day car rental <laughs> and they're willing this is the great thing about it. They're they're doing or they're gonna do Milan. They're willing to blow the budget out on this experience. This
1: is crazy. <laughs> Dan says that Pagani evidently won't rent me anything through their factory tour option. <laughs> yeah, they, they denied me, too, when I was there. Uh, you've got to go to the Lamborghini factory and the museum there. Yeah. It's in Sant'Agata, Bolognese. And then Pagani's nearby. I think they're in a brand-new facility there, if I'm not mistaken. Pagani I think they doesn't
0: even it. have press cars, folks. So the fact you're getting, it's like getting family. one you pay for it, yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's
1: like family because all the employees do all kinds of different jobs, and they're in there weaving the titanium and the carbon fiber strands together to make these beautiful cars. When I was there, by the way, Dan, there was a Chinese businessman who had come in and ordered a brand new Pagani, and he wanted the anodized aluminum parts under the hood to match his wife's purple handbag color.
0: Because that's key. This is yeah. This is what happens when you're shopping at that hotel
1: yeah.
0: Anyway, so
1: Dan has driven a Ferrari California and a Lamborghini Gallardo. So ideally, he's looking for something different. Again, a okay. one day rental okay. in Milano. Great.
0: Yeah, great. Prosciutto awesome. and melon. Prosciutto e melone. <laughs> Come on. Is that the band name? Local band name. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prosciutto and melon. That's just that's anyway, like yeah. a snack before lunch. Okay. Or All right. All right. So, what
1: are recommendations? They again are in Milan, which is close to exotic car mecca. Mm-hmm. Ferrari's mm-hmm. not far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got Tuscany. You've got Florence nearby. There's, yeah. They're going to be in Como and Venice. I, they're I'm driving. To I'm kind of
0: jealous of this trip, honestly, because oh. it sounds fantastic. Yeah,
1: he and his wife really enjoy something in manual because they can both drive manual transmissions. I love
0: that. I love that. Yeah.
1: And they're opening. They're open to renting two cars. Okay. Now okay. Dan gets sunburned easily. I hear you, man. I so do I. And they're looking at coupes, but she might love a convertible.
0: Okay. Again, I really liked this. By the way, I went hunting, <laughs> did Dan. You? I went hunting, and it was incredibly fun.
1: So I came across a website too. I'm wondering if you found the same one. Okay. Yeah. I typed in a few keywords here and came across a website called Joey Rent.
0: Didn't see that one. Did you find? I've got three Joey others. Rent? No, I did not. Yes.
1: JoeyRent.com. Okay. Is a tailor-made car rental that operates out of the Four Seasons hotels.
0: I, huh. I think okay. I
1: found something. I, I might be... I hope this is not a joke. I okay. hope All I right. hope it's real because I have found a Ferrari 250 GT California short wheelbase Spider...
0: You're kidding.
1: ...for rent. By the way... There ha- me- I,
0: I'm sorry. I know that Dan has said there's not a limit on the budget, but I'm suspecting that that car is right out of the budget. Yeah. Well,
1: this is why I think it's kind of crazy okay. because...
0: It's kind of crazy. In yeah.
1: 2013, Gooding & Company auctioned a 1961 250 gt short wheelbase california spider for 15.1 million yeah the following year i think it was um it was another auction house well maybe it was gooding again there was another one that went for a whole bunch more than that it was close to 17
0: i can't uh, resist the ferris bueller line if you have the means i highly recommend picking one this up. is
1: exactly where my headspace yeah. is yeah yeah i'm not thinking modern
0: Dan. Interesting. Okay. I'm thinking See, I am. classic Ferrari, <laughs> classic motoring. Okay. You,
1: you're in Milan. This is the fashion capital, man. You're gonna have to oh, step man. it up, my friend. And I'm thinking classic cars. So I went only looking for classic car rentals, and I found wow. I found lots of '74 Fiat, you know, 500s. You and I did
0: this very. Differently. I found I love Alphas.
1: It. I found old Maseratis, yeah, yeah. which I would highly recommend for all those. Yes, but then I came across this. Joeyrent. Hmm. joeyrent.com hmm. just like you think j o e y r e n t.com huh. okay. and they have a what a ferrari 250 it's on the website here <laughs> it's to to make a reservation and they operate out of the four seasons hotels That's in four
0: different italian cities horrifyingly expensive they can't describe
1: though. it well
0: of course they do it's in
1: tour de france blue with a convertible for the lovely california milano weather yeah. and when you're there at the end of june
0: that sounds. That, the trip's going to be brilliant. It's going to be great. Wow! Photo, look at you. Please.
1: Whatever you said, I, I went classic because. Okay. All right. If you're throwing down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, throw down.
0: All right. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, very good. Are you, is that where you're you're landing? I mean, it's that a great is, place to land. I,
1: I found a whole bunch of others. Okay. I mean, if you, if you search for, I found ChiantiClassicCar.com.
0: Okay. There's
1: Triumph Spitfires, MGBs. There is a, even a, a Citroen Ducheve. You can get an Alfa Romeo Duetto. You can get wow. a wow, Traction wow, Avant from 1954. Huh. There's there's a lot of these. Amazing. But then I found Joey Rent. <laughs> and it all
0: ended. At and the it all disappeared. Ferrari GT California. Can you imagine?
1: Yeah. Because at what other point in your life? If this is real, mm-hmm. you're driving a 15-plus million-dollar automobile.
0: He never drives it. He just rubs uh. it with a diaper. Is anybody <laughs> else with me? Am I hearing these lines Absolutely. in my head by myself? you know no. anyway yeah no i, I just we'll uh, take the piles
1: back off how we'll drive home backwards cameron was my favorite of the anyway, movie yeah. so dry okay.
0: mm-hmm. all right moving on joeyrent.com
1: uh, okay i have Damn. i have
0: completely different approach to this and all i right. this is where i went into fantastic call with the internet that was that started with Exotic Car Rental Milan, which I've never typed before. (laughs) Exactly. And found lots of companies that do this. You're kidding me. There's actually quite a few. Okay. I went through three specifically uh, European Luxury Car Rental, Power Service Luxury, and Apex. All three of those are different (laughs) companies. They are all located in Milan. But I even, like, I didn't look at Hertz. The local Hertz has got an exotic car. Lineup as well. I didn't mm. even go there. There were multiple others. I, I, you could dig far beyond where I went. Mm. But I looked at those three companies, and they aligned enough with what I was already thinking for you that I'm just going to list those three companies and then go straight to cars. Mm. Okay? okay. Here's what I think you should do. I think you should rent two cars. You and your wife should have different cars. Okay. And then I think you guys need to spend the day swapping. Okay. Back okay. and forth. Uh, Dan, by the way, uh, get a hat. Get a hat and some sunscreen. Just embrace the fact that one of these cars is a convertible and just embrace it, okay? I think that's necessary. But here's where I'm going. Your wife needs to get either a Boxster or a 911 convertible in manual. Mm. You can't go wrong with either one. I know this is not crazy exotic, but here's my reasoning. That car exists because I believe either one of them, the 911 uh, convertible or the Boxster, either one of them, I think you guys would thoroughly enjoy driving. It will be in manual, whereas a lot of the other options that I'm going to bring up, they just aren't offered in manual at all. So you have a manual car to work with, and that car is very accessible. I'll come back in a minute, and I'll show you why I did that. Okay. The three I think you need to chase because most of these car rental places I'm talking about have – One or all of these cars. Consider a Mercedes GT. Hmm. Those are Hmm. really fun, fast, angry, and awesome. You've driven a Ferrari California, the older one, but you haven't driven a mid-engine Ferrari.
1: Oh, true. Lots of places
0: renting the 458 or the 488 in Spider or Hardtop. Get a 458 or a 488. Have a modern Ferrari experience in Italy. I can't think of a better listing. Or if you want to go against type... Many of these places also rent a McLaren. I found 540s. I found 650s. I even found one place that was renting a P1, and I thought, let's not do that. Are you serious? Yeah, but they're out there. Renting a P1? Yes, lots of places renting a 720S. So my point is, find the McLaren that meets your budget, if you will. But I think the McLaren would be a fantastic one. Now, you and your wife could fully embrace this and get a 488 Ferrari and a McLaren and swap those all day. That'd be amazing. That'd be a fantastic back-to-back Comparo. Hmm. But the reason I went Porsche for the convertible is because everything else I've listed and most of the stuff you find with these exotic car places don't come in manual at all. Hmm. So if you get the Porsches in the manual, you have a really good manual gearbox, and then here's my challenge. I genuinely want to hear on this challenge. Here's my challenge. What if you rented what seems like the lowly Boxster? It's a Boxster 718 Boxster s with a manual Mm -hmm. it's a four Mm -hmm. cylinder it's a quasi affordable car comparatively it's not that exotic compared to the other stuff and then you have either a McLaren or a 48 and the two of you are doing the exact same roads all day and swapping all day (laughs) here is my challenge to you was the big boy is the big boy worth the difference in MSRP or did you have as much fun or more in the manual Boxster that's my Ooh, question. And then come back and describe fun. What, what the yes. level of fun yes. difference is Do between I the Do I think two? you'd have crazy fun in mm, the McLaren or the 458 or 88? Yes, absolutely. But I don't think you'd, either one of you would get out of the lowly Boxster and be like, yeah, you take this one for a while. I need to get in the big boy. I think you'd love that too. I think that range would be fantastic, which is why I'm putting the range out there. Really want to blow it out? It's the 488 and the McLaren, and you have, the two of you have a great day. Dan, you've gotten me thinking even further because Uh there are concierge
1: companies that put together, I I will say, uh, a special tour package for us normal people. (laughs) And if you're blowing out the budget... Define normal. Yeah, go on. You know, could you get yourself invited to parties? (laughs) You're rolling up in something hot. Anyway, the point is, parties... Events Mm -hmm. with art and Prosecco and food. You're kind of in the capital to be able to do that. And, you know, Pisa is not too far away. If you want to see the Leaning Tower, you can scoot over there and then head back to the east and go up to Venice and Como and have a lovely time. And, well, whatever car you choose. So that sounds...
0: You you you're building a whole trip for them. Yikes! Dan, I hope something in there. The
1: concierge services, but I'm sure you could call somebody. Yeah. And say,
0: oh yeah, for sure. Uh, for hi. Sure. Yeah. Help me have a fantastic honeymoon. Make us poor. Congratulations, please. and I'm excited to hear what you come up with on this. Hopefully, something in there's been helpful. Oh, the questions that have been sent to us, uh, <laughs> great ones. I, I've got seriously, I've got three or four here that could be topic Tuesdays. I'm going to try to go quickly through some of them. I'm going to start right here with Sanju on Facebook. Is it possible, he's asking, for Camaro to shed its redneck image? Because he's saying mm. this current Camaro is world-class. It's a great chassis. You get it in any form yeah. okay? with one LE. I mean, yeah, you can do the ZL1, one LE. But, I mean, you get one LE like the the V6 even comes in that, okay? They've got great chassis tuning. He's saying, what's the deal? Sanju, it isn't a Camaro problem. It is a Chevrolet problem. Wait, what? Chevrolet has this perception in the mind of many people. This is the problem with the Corvette as well. It is looked uh, at. Uh, are you equating Corvettes to bednecks? No, I, I am saying. Is I'm that saying, what I'm hearing? There is a, there, look, I am saying there is a segment of the car population that looks down on all GM Chevrolet product as being for people that don't know good cars. It is too bad, but it absolutely exists. Okay, okay. Okay, and, and there is a perception in this world, and I don't agree with this at all, but there's a perception in this world that the only people that buy Chevrolets are guys that just hate Ford. We don't I, have anything other than that. True, okay? but,
1: I mean, you and I have found some great the, cars that exist here, in the thing:
0: Here's the thing you, the have, you have to keep in mind about GM. Their cars are not perfect. Nobody's cars are. There certainly are issues. But if you look at the Cadillacs, the ATS, the CTS anything Cadillac with a V on it, you look at the Camaro in most forms, you look at the current Corvette, all of these cars prove that GM honestly has some of the best chassis tuning engineers working today, work at Chevrolet, Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. work at GM in general. And so from a chassis tuning perspective, their cars are brilliant and they are all Cadillac, Corvette, Camaro, they are all struggling under a less than image, or an, an, a, a non discerning buyer comes here, which is too bad. I hope it can change. It's not it, true, but yeah. but that exists, and it's much bigger problem than just Camaro.
1: All right, I am touching on my car washing procedure. Oh, oh as, no! As quickly okay. as I can. Oh no! The legend continues his asking. CPO must stand for something. He says, "Yes, yeah. it does." <laughs> Two buckets minimum. I'm going to disagree with that, but I'll tell you why. Okay, all right. Not always, and you're right. Even Griot says two-bucket method. Now, first of all, we must start with the deionization filter.
0: I am putting on my flak jacket right now, just so you know.
1: Connect the inline water filter so it takes out all the hard water, the minerals, and it deionizes your water because it sounds strange and crazy, but the water alone makes a big difference.
0: Yes, Paul does this. Yes, he puts a, a huge... Okay, you know those foam rollers you use for for your for your legs and stuff at the the foam rollers, you know what I'm talking foam about? Foam rollers. The Wait. Big, the foam rollers. That you see it's your t- typical gym if you go work out, they have oh, a foam roller. yeah, right. The right, filter right. Paul screws onto his onto his <laughs> hose. Looks like a foam roller. They're
1: big. They need to filter.
0: Come on. Yeah, that's some that's some pristine water coming out of there. Yeah. So wheels first. I start wheels first. You just need to do this video, by the way. I know. Anyway.
1: Get the wheels done, scrub the wheels because then any subsequent Sudsy water from washing the rest of the car drains down on your wheels, and then you'll give the car a final rinse, and it'll be great. So I always start with the wheels. Uh-huh. That's me. Yeah. But the biggest thing I think folks have missed is that I give the car a very thorough rinse with this water. It significantly in- decreases the amount of loose dirt alone. So you're not just starting washing. Mm. I rinse the car very, very thoroughly. It, yes. it, it removes all the dust and all that stuff. Your
0: car post-rinse is cleaner than most now, people's cars post-wash.
1: Now, one bucket versus yeah. two. Two is excellent, and it is the recommended technique. I fully agree. But when I'm using one, I I actually want to... (laughs) Sorry. You're you're laughing.
0: I'm just just amazed at how you are running through this hallway of rakes and grenades. It's just quite impressive. No,
1: no. Two bucket is the the recommended method
0: by pretty
1: much everybody. Mm -hmm. Yes. But what I do is, because I want to have the rest of my Saturday,
0: is... (laughs) Because, honestly, guys, this is an afternoon procedure. I have come, had Paul walk me through the process, done the entire process, left, and he's only halfway done.
1: Well, I try to hurry.
0: Yeah. Anyway. And my car looks better than it ever has, and I'm thinking, i got to get home. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I want to have the rest of my day.
1: Okay, so you you wash a part of the car, always start from the top down, let gravity do the work, and then instead of a two-bucket method, I take the hose and I spray off the sheepskin mitt that I'm using. Yes, you do. So I I don't, so you don't you don't have a bucket you it, have I don't a, have you a have bucket a rinse, I just rinse process the, yes. the nozzle is in my other hand so I just rinse the mitt there before I go back in the first bucket it has yes. the same effect as the it two does. bucket method it has exactly but the same it's effect. just it's a faster way of just dealing with the issue and so mm-hmm. that way I can if there's any you know little spots in the mitt I can go after them with a the hose and you know really actually target it better Folks, than I think just a quick rinse. you
0: asked. And here we are.
1: Lambskin wash mitt, right towel for the job. Yes, there are different towels for the inner door panels. And I, uh-huh. I go, you know, nuts when I'm vacuuming everything and versus just a regular wash. And then hand drawing. Here's the secret. I lightly spray some Speed Shine on the drying towel because it picks up any water spots. And then when it dries, because there are some waxes in Speed Shine, it leaves a better dried surface.
0: Onwards. Wow. I Seriously, you have to do this video. You have to do this video, and I think you defend yourself well, but I've I've seen the process in action so much that I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and teach me. <laughs> anyway, that's going on. Um, Sean Hurt asks a question that, again, this could be a topic Tuesday. I'm going to really try to go quick. Can we explain the differences, advantages, disadvantages of the different automatic transmissions? Do We've you think this blown, is a good topic Tuesday? I I is, I, I think it's break it down for topic Tuesday. I'm just going to run real quick. Okay. All right cuz I think right. we could go crazy on it but I think I can do this quickly. Ultimately what we're talking about in every situation <laughs> Chapter 1 thunk. is a car without a clutch pedal. You put it into drive, okay, and you go. That's the 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 core concept here. He's asking for the differences in uh dual clutch, tri- tiptronic, PDK, CVT and traditional automatic. I'm going to try to go fast. Traditional automatic is has a torque converter, which essentially is a large slippage system. Okay, let's be honest. It, yeah. It's just a large slippage yeah. system. Uh, and it it changes in the viscous fluid as as it needs another gear. This is the reason cars are easy to drive when you take your foot off the brake and you creep in traffic. And, it, and, and the best of these automatics, I'm going back into like floaty cars of the 70s, you never even really felt them shift. They just shift at some point. They're not designed for performance. They're designed for just kind of smooth sailing. Mm. Okay? Mm. All the way back to that 54 Corvette we were talking about last podcast. Oh, yeah, It's just a smooth sailing. The gears happen at some point. CVTs are related to this. Continuously variable transmissions don't have gears. They are constantly changing the ratio as they work. The problem with a CVT is that most of them hunt. All the time. Yeah, they yeah. don't really pick a gear. They're, yeah. they're in this RPM and now that. They're trying to find optimal RPM for your uh, needs. And your gas mileage at the same time, and generally those are counterproductive. I either need acceleration or I need gas mileage. The CVT is generally tuned to try to do both at the same time, and fails miserably at all of the above. Mm. Generally, because it's hunting, it doesn't have a gear, so it's constantly changing the ratio and the the engine rubber bands. Some are worse than others, but that's the problem with a CVT. Okay, I'm two down. Uh, <laughs> dual fair clutch, enough, fair enough. dual clutch is every other gear. All of the odds are on one clutch, all of the evens are on another, so it can hop back and forth very quickly. Some are better than others, okay? PDK with Porsche is generally known to be the best, but this is fantastic for quick shifting. It's great for quick shifting in my Lancer, which has a low-grade version of this. It's great for quick shifting in the uh, Nissan GTR. but the problem with the dual clutch is because it is, if you want to think of it this way, it is slam shifting the next gear when you need it. Yeah. Go back yeah. to the torque converter where I started on old automatics. It can't kind of breathe and be fluid and just kind of, if you will, drift its way toward another gear. It either picks it or it doesn't. Mm. So the mm-hmm. problem with mm-hmm. a traditional dual, dual clutch is when you're commuting because it just, it yeah. wants to be in a gear. It wants to be in a gear right now. I, I just want to, I'm going I'm going two feet. I just want to ease my way forward. PDKs, do. I mean, pardon me, dual clutches do not like that. PDKs are the best at it, but they don't like it anyway. Tiptronic, real quick, is a thumb, essentially a way for you to manually shift a traditional automatic. It doesn't feel like a dual clutch. But now with the ZF8 speed, we're starting to have traditional automatics that can shift when you ask them to nearly as fast as a dual clutch, even though it's behind the scenes a traditional automatic. I think I'm done. Excellent job, but I think the overarching point is what
1: electronics have enabled automatic transmissions to do to mm-hmm. feel like dual clutches yes. is amazing. yes, it is quite and impressive yeah great actually so that's that 's good news mm-hmm. all right s Vicentius asked me, do I always back into parking spaces mm. It seems to be <laughs> bewilder people when he does. How do you explain <laughs> the rationale between <laughs> behind backing in very, very straightforward okay it is the concrete parking stops. The front of your car, the Mm. lip down there, is generally lower than the back of your car. And it preserves Mm. the front lip. Look at you. Especially if you have a low-slung sports car like a Cayman or an Elise or something like that. The other benefit is quick getaway because when you're backing out, everybody doesn't really know the distance between if you have a backup cam. But then everybody's, you know, (laughs) you've got five or six more feet. You know, come on back. We're waiting for you. And you don't know quite where you're at. You know, backing in, you know exactly and then it's the parking stop because you're going to hit your rear tires before you generally hit any other part of the car. Point. Depends on the car. True.
0: true but true. that also yeah.
1: means you can get it further back into the space and therefore, you know, kind of protect it a little bit more.
0: But you're not going to hit the front lip spoiler and tear it up. CPO gold is happening in this podcast, folks. The wash process, the park <laughs> process, it's CPO and ideally, gold.
1: if you're parking in an underground parking garage oh, no.
0: and you've got two concrete
1: support pillars – that you can defend the car with that's that's we, the sweet spot folks we
0: refer to that as paul parking if there yeah. is a wall on one side and a pillar on the other yeah. and paul is perfectly pristine backed into that space that is nirvana right there <laughs> nirvana yeah uh, michael newsom's asked this question a couple times i want to see if i can touch on it real quick another thing could be a topic tuesday i'm gonna go quick <laughs> toyota called out the cayman as their benchmark for the supra yes Obviously, we're talking front versus mid-engine. We're obviously talking slightly different price points. But his question is, how do they do? Now, this is the question as far as I'm concerned. We're going to try very hard to get this Comparo on TV. We're working on it. I can't promise yet, but we're working on it because this is this is the thing they called out. I agree with you, Michael, and many others. This is the discussion that should happen. It's not a question of do Maybe they the questions. It's not a question of do they directly relate as far as price and and platform. The question is Toyota said that's our target, did they hit it? Let's be honest. Right. Nissan right. made it their target for the 370Z and I will say this. I think Supra got closer than Nissan did. I absolutely agree. But the Nissan's 10 years old. It's 12 years yes. old. Yes. Well, that was a different thing so, too, but still yeah. I think I think comparing like cars of the same vintage. I think Supra Toyota got closer than Nissan did.
1: Relative to, yeah. to all things.
0: To the when, car when at, the, at the same time. Out. Yeah, okay. yeah. Fair enough. I'm fascinated to drive them back to back, but uh, there's the there's the top version of that.
1: Parmalat asks, what are the top three objectives of self-driving cars? I saw this. This is good. One is traffic, f- traffic flow. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely the right. The other is point-to-point transportation, which equals productivity. Luxury is time, mm-hmm. saving time, and space. And by that, I mean you have a bigger house or you have more land or you have more space around you and you're not crammed in next to other people. Those two things I think are considered the the pinnacle of luxury. If you get your time back, this is why rich people fly in private jets because you can leave now. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait. You're not going where everybody else is going. True. 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 You can take as much stuff as you want. You're on board by yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it is productivity for the point to point. That is something that us humans will never want to give up. It's it's rough when you're taking the train here and then I gotta connect to a bus to to get to the airport and then, you know, one more short taxi ride. I just want a point to point, an address so, to an address or yeah. an address to a pin drop on a yeah. rural area or something like that. So, so
0: traffic flow, productivity, and I have a third one. Okay. And okay. that is safety. Theoretically, yes. the concept accidents. is yeah. because you are dealing with traffic flow and everything else is autonomous and all the robots are ruling the world, there's not going to be anything hitting each other anymore. It's, it's
1: theoretically, theoretically less
0: accidents. Theoretically,
1: yes. But then it, there's the ocean of reality that, that well, all of humanity has now proven to Uber and yeah, Lyft and well, Tesla and but then everybody else at yes, this point. Yes,
0: then there's people that step out in the street. But then there's also just the reality <laughs> of the, the fact <laughs> that we at some point have got to figure out a transition. And yeah, that transition is yeah. going to be ugly. Let's be honest between you, all the people, hooligans like us, driving cars and the people that don't want to drive cars and everybody in the middle and all that transition step is going to be very difficult.
1: Look, PSA right now, there was actually just another uh, Tesla Model 3 accident and the driver, unfortunately, was killed. Oof. And uh, folks, we're not at autonomy right now. No, you we're can't not. We're not. Take your hands off the wheel and take your eyes off the road. Yeah. As good as cars are now, as good as mm-hmm. they are and mm-hmm. as, as much as it, it is here. It just doesn't exist at a, a large worldwide level and legal level. And I'm going to go back. There's always going to be things that will get in the way. A tree branch, a, a, something that the system didn't think of or accommodate for. So you cannot rely on
0: them. The place we are right now, I've used this analogy before. I need to speak on it again real quick. We are at my, my video game analogy. If you sit down beside somebody playing a first person shooter or a car game or whatever, and they are playing and they get to a part that's too hard for them and they hand you the controller. You're going to die in the game. You can't instantly ramp up from being the person following along to now in charge in a second. And the problem with the systems where they are right now is they are excellent. And they are excellent to the point that they are starting to make all of us kind of disengage because the car's got this. But the problem is all of the systems, and some are better than others And Tesla's, is excellent right now. But all of the systems are at a place where when things get too confusing and difficult, the worst case scenario is when they go, I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And we as humans are not able to step in that fast and recover and this can be deadly. That's where we are, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, that's a whole other rant. But uh, Crackle Lion on Instagram wrote to us, I think for the first time, thanks for writing, what was the first car that caused us to realize what a good car
0: feels like? Ooh, I like this.
1: I think it was your 300ZX and my 928. Uh, yes. I think it was right that era. Yes. We got them actually right mm-hmm. about the same time. They were very different, mm-hmm. but we started to realize – Wow, so that that was a different feeling. Totally, totally.
0: I I enjoyed that. I just want to go drive. I mentioned last time that my buddy in high school, my richer than I buddy in high school, had a BMW 3 Series when I was in high school, and that was a big... Big touchstone for me of going, wow, I didn't know cars because it was totally my, my, my dad owned, as you've heard, a cavalcade of caprices. Okay, <laughs> that's just fun to say. He had a lot of them. That's so great. I had huge, you know, American iron rear wheel drive. I stuff don't get to stuff. use that
1: word in a sentence nearly it's just, often enough.
0: It's, it is a fun little word, so there's that. But, but so the BMW was totally different in feel, so I was very struck by that. But of course, it was just a thing I drove a couple times. When I got that 300ZX, I'd had a, a litany of cars in between, many of them big and most of them non-enthusiast. So that 300ZX was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I, it was the first time. Mm-hmm. You're right. I would go drive just to drive for sure, for sure. It just –
1: yeah. When when that starts to occur to you, mm-hmm. you well, you know that disease is taking hold and <clears throat> big time. hopefully you found big time. podcast. Uh,
0: Drew said, has there ever been a more ridiculous do not attempt – Commercial <laughs> than this. the current Kia Soul. Yes, driving on the back of a giant chameleon. I have okay. one. I should find it. Okay, good. It's probably ten years old now, and I think it was Yokohama. I think. Okay. The entire commercial was essentially inst- think of the moon, the moon buggy. Okay, the moon <laughs> rover, <laughs> yeah. but imagine that yeah. done like a uh, a full on off road buggy. So it was two. <laughs> Astronauts strapped in full harnesses jumping out of craters on the moon, an ad for Yokohama. And in the, in the, along the bottom of the commercial, the entire commercial, by the way, the entire commercial Brilliant. takes place on the moon. And the whole thing was they couldn't get the guys to get back in the ship to leave because they're having so much fun driving. But the entire bottom of the commercial says, do not attempt. <laughs> Because I'm going to accidentally find myself on a moon buggy on the moon. Exactly. And I should make sure I don't try the hoonage you're showing me currently. That one, I'm sorry, is my favorite of all time. Do you
1: think they meant the, the film set? When you accidentally find yourself on the film set full of craters in that moon buggy, yeah. d- don't do that. Yeah. So that that is my all-time favorite. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap it up with this question from Ian Dare on Facebook. What's an inappropriate place to talk about cars? <laughs> okay. A time or place? Let's see. School no, workplace no, weddings nope, funerals no. <laughs> hey, so I'm noting that, a trend. that collection that your husband had is oh, it too? That's, no, 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 it, no, too Kate. Soon? it is <laughs> too soon.
0: not at the funeral anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, like what a great looking hearse that you scheduled <laughs> oh, <no>. for the. <laughs> Let's see, church wow. no, while traveling no, different countries no. I think it's cars. That is the great equalizer that anybody, any one of us can talk about that puts aside religion and politics mm-hmm. and everything else going on in our lives and the fact that everybody can relate to a car in some form or another. Either okay. I hate cars. Okay, well, that's your relation to there's, cars. There's
0: still a topic there, yeah. Or
1: I think it's actually a nice break when it does shift to cars and you're you know, munching on finger foods at the stupid party and you want to go home <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> Anybody want to talk Let's about talk something cool cars. like cars? I yeah. mean, they relate to sports. They relate to everything. I think yeah. it is the great okay. subject. All right. You're going there. Talk I about it. cars everywhere. Cool. it's I, very cool. I can't think of a time. Like 6 a.m.? Sure. <laughs> 3 in the
0: afternoon? Yep. Uh, what are we doing right now? We're talking – Currently, by the way, you and I have been talking for an hour about cars, and you guys listening are enjoying that, okay. and we appreciate it. If well, you can think of a
1: place that's inappropriate
0: – I. Let me know. There you go. That's funny. I like that. I like that. Uh, By the way, thank you for listening. If you have not rated and reviewed the podcast yet, we would greatly appreciate it because it does help keep it in the top 10 automotive podcasts. And you guys rating and sharing it are the reason that it grows. And the number of times that we have actually talked to people who have said, my buddy showed me your podcast, which is really cool. So keep doing that sharing. We love it. Also, while you're there, if you wouldn't mind, if you're watching our show on Amazon and you've not yet rated it on Amazon or IMDb, those ratings matter too. It keeps the algorithm going and other people finding the show. That all matters, and it's entirely you guys. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah, by the way, thanks to our TV sponsors, Covercraft and Grizz Garage another quick shout out to both those family oriented companies that have really treated us like family and one of their own. So we really appreciate it. Continue to use the code every day for 10% off all your orders there. On and both. thanks yep. to auto Tempest too. That's our search engine guys. We're out. Really appreciate it. Looking forward to next time. Cheers. Cheers.